What's up, y'all? This is Ryan. And this is Ronnie. And this is it's the 1111 Podcast. Hey, y'all. What's up, everybody? Man, we are in the next June. Yeah, we have made it officially halfway through the year. Yeah, that is crazy. Because yeah. this year has felt so long so far. Yeah, it felt long. It's gone by fast to me. Like, it's, I felt like it's, I felt like it felt long and then, like, it sped up as time went on. <laughs> I feel like that's how it always happens. Like, January <clears throat> usually takes four years. Yeah. And then by the time it hits about, like, April, mm-hmm. then you start speeding up and then you get to the holidays and it's like, just do it all over. It's again. Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas right in one weekend, and then the year <laughs> is over. Like yeah, but right now we're in June. Yeah, but Happy Father's Day, Ryan. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You know, this uh, is your first Father's Day with a newborn. Yeah. So yeah, you've you know we've done Father's Day, but this one is a little different. You got two kids, bro. I got two kids. You got two kids. I do have two kids? This shit, wow. <laughs> but we're. I'm not appropriating Father's Day. <laughs> this isn't my holiday. Because, you know, y'all like to get on the internet and yell at people. Who's y'all? Them. No. Oh, them. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot we're not having just a conversation no, with ourselves. Not, not us. But like I said, y'all <clears throat> like to get on the internet to remind mothers that the day's not about us. And uh, I never see us talking about it, but I see plenty of y'all telling us not to talk about it. So. Mm. Mm. I do see it sometimes. It's, it's, it's been it's been less recently, uh, but I, I do see. Okay, it. let me not say I have seen it before, but it was never like a huge trend for people to be a. If y'all was better daddies, you wouldn't have to worry about it. Okay, on to music. <laughs> I don't have to worry about it. Anyway, since we're talking about Father's Day and everything, we're gonna talk about music about fathers or. Or a father's song to their children, I guess, or some of these. Yeah, some of them are. But they're, yeah. they're like songs that's about it's, daddy. It's, you know, it's fa- father-centric. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, we got to kick it off with Beyonce. Mm-hmm. You got daddy and daddy lessons. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I think it's interesting. Because daddy is a real cute, like, oh, daddy, you're the best man in my life. I want my <laughs> son and my husband to be like you. Ah, you're amazing. Mm-hmm. Then you got daddy lessons where you basically told, mm-hmm. you know, my daddy mm-hmm. taught me to make sure y'all niggas don't play me. Right. Like, mm-hmm. still a great lesson, mm-hmm. I feel like. I actually like that song. That song is pretty. It is. Yeah. And even the one with Dixie Chicks was great. Yeah. I mean, because that was their realm. So yeah, that's yeah. It wasn't like when Michael Jackson was trying to teach those people <laughs> in that one video clip. He was disgusting. <laughs> oh my god! That, like I laugh every time I see it. Like I gotta Speaking watch of dads, it. I guess that Joe Jackson and his talented bunch. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that later. Uh, Dance with my father by Luther Vandross. That is that's, such that's a, a classic. Sad ass song. Yeah, but it is a classic. It is definitely a classic. Like I uh, man. The song definitely gets you every time, just chokes you up. But it, it is a classic, and it's it's a great song, I feel like, for, like, you know, in in 50 years when my daddy finally kicks the bucket. Um, I can see that being, like, a good... Because it's a song that, like, you have good memories, even though it's a sad song. It gives you... Mm-hmm. It makes you, you know, reminisce. So it's cute. I like it. Good job, Luther. <laughs> Rest job, in peace. Luther. What we got next? Butterfly Kisses. This one is one, uh, you know, we usually try to stick with our, our what black music. What does it music. sound like again? Butterfly Kisses after bedtime prayer. Stick it. He's like a, a country. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize I was like. Yeah, it, it's a really cute song because it's about like a man and he talks about like from his, from when he was little doing butterfly kisses at night from his daughter all the way up to her wedding day so it's mm. it's a really nice song okay. i i like that one all right it's, it's touching papa was a rolling stone <laughs> I, I didn't even see you put that on the list what why is that on here? it's because <laughs> unfortunately for father's day that somebody's that is somebody's relationship with mm. their daddy everybody wasn't doing butterfly kisses some people's daddy, you know, some people have a lot of siblings and they still be finding them years later. 
No lie, I had a friend in college that like found a new sibling while they were there. So that's not you know. I mean, I believe it. I'm a I, I can find a new cousin every um every year. <laughs> yeah. We, but I mean, you know, we deep out here, and I don't even know it's, it. It's a thing, you know. It it's somebody's life, so it's still about a daddy. I guess so. And when he died, <laughs> what about the stepdaddies? I'ma call your mama. <laughs> that song was always so funny when we were young. The video was funny too. I'm so bad, you, you just mad because you ain't my dad. Shut what, up. What if Amari said that to you? I don't know. Um, we're going to have some issues. <laughs> well, I'm going to win. No, no, no. I'm, my... I'm saying at the beginning, like, let's say, like, three years ago. She, oh, in, she the, was, in the she beginning. Was, she was doing that and, and hit you with the, you're not <clears throat> my dad. In the beginning. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't think, I, I don't I would, think she would say that now. Yeah. But, no. If like, she said it now. We going to box. <laughs> No, just my my pettiness would be. Through It's gonna, it's gonna. <laughs> she she just don't she don't want to see that. I I was gonna say I just got a mental visual of that situation and it just wouldn't go well. Okay, what no, else no. we got? Oh, we go, <laughs> we go we go go to the to the Broadway world. Dear Theodosia, some Hamilton. Day, some, that is that is a a good song though. Mm-hmm. Like it's from a, a daddy to their yeah daughter, son. Uh, yeah right right so the song is from a if, if you haven't seen Hamilton there's a song called Dear Theodosia Theodosia is the daughter's name yes it's a terrible name but that's the that's the daughter's name and that was her mother's name uh, too. and that was her mother's name so technically she's a junior I guess yeah but anyways he sings terrible a song name twice see he sings a song to her Aaron Burr sings a song to his his daughter and Hamilton sings a song to his son Philip. Philip, and uh, it's a very and it's basically saying song. like, yeah, like, I'm gonna some, watch you grow. someday you'll blow us all away. Right, someday, yeah, you're gonna grow up, you're gonna take you come over the of world age with our young nation. Because yeah. for those of y'all who haven't seen Hamilton, <clears throat> it's based around the Revolutionary War time. Yeah, so it's you know, America was just starting, and so these children are born at the same time. So it's like you know, we. have we fought for this free land and you get to grow with it. So this is pretty dope. Mm. Endless possibilities. Yeah. Too bad Philip died. Okay, keep going. <laughs> spoiler alert. If I you guess, ain't seen Hamilton I guess, by I now, guess, yeah, it's, it's not a spoiler. Anyway, it's not. It's literally it's, been a year. Yeah. You've had a year. I mean, even so, it's still a true And even story. with that, it came out in 2016. It's Googleable. Yeah. Yep, I just made that up. <laughs> Googleable. <laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> Um. All right. Another one. Just the two of us. Will Smith. Smith. Willard. Um. Or Doctor Evil and Mini Me. <laughs> um. Now, nah, Just the Two of Us is always a good song. Like it's a vibe. It, like it's a feel good. Mhm. And the book is cute too. <clears throat> yeah, the book is the book. The book is cool. Yeah. What song would you want? Uh, would you dedicate a song to your dad? Like, what song makes you think of, of your daddy? It doesn't necessarily have to have dad in it, but, like... It'll probably be some LL Cool J. What? Really? My dad, for some reason, he loved that, that album with, like, uh... I forgot what the album was called, but... With Bad, Mama Said Knock You Out. Oh, yeah, That yeah. album, whatever album I'm not an LL Cool J connoisseur, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, that... Yeah, that, that or, um... Uh, um... Like, the Gap Band... Mm. Um, what was I uh, can't think of the other group name right now uh, The Whispers The Temptations no, no, Earth, Wind and Fire no, Blue Magic No, I mean all of those yes but no that's not what I'm thinking about it's not going to come to me right now it's not Okay. Um, but yeah but <laughs> LL Cool J Temptations I mean, that's yeah. fine you know what makes me think of your dad what? Happy birthday. <laughs> By Stevie Wonder. By Stevie Wonder. Now, there's a story behind that that we'll we, tell another we day. won't get into right now. <clears throat> um I mean any band related so well anything from Jones. 
Well, no, I'm talking about like radio plays. Nah, I know, I know. Not like if like if a song came on and. Yeah, we it'd be it'd be some LA Cool J's, uh, Grandmaster Flash, <laughs> something like that. Wow, learn something new every day. Um, uh, Temptations like uh, like around Christmas time, Silent mm-hmm. Night, because you know that's 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 where I heard it first. Heard in it. my mind. Yeah, yeah, he'll be trying to sing that. <laughs> oh Lord! <clears throat> what what songs would you think of? Yeah, your dad, your um. So with my daddy, India Ari, video, and I know that sounds weird, but he, my daddy, my daddy likes groove music, but um, video by India Ari is a song. Uh, the I'm not the average girl yeah, from the song. video, right? Um, he used to sing it with me a lot of times. And I think that was his way of also like instilling that feeling in me. So like we used to ride to school and he would turn it on and make me like sing it. And then he would like, you know, attempt to dance. Lord have mercy. And <laughs> I mean, he got a whole year to get ready for this. Uh... So that one. And uh, <laughs> I don't know who sings the song, but it's a song. No more daddies, little girls. It was like one of those older bands. Mm-hmm. I, d- I never knew who sung it. Yeah, I don't know that one. I don't think But I um, my daddy actually hates that song because obviously it's always reminded him of like me growing up. Because the whole point, oh. that that's the point of the yeah. song. So, like, you know, I remember around the time I turned to, like, 13, my mom was singing it, and he'd be like, stop it. <laughs> then about, you know, on the way to college, when I had Amari. Like, you know, it, it's kind of been a recurring thing. Mm-hmm. And I can tell that it, you know, it's just he don't want to hear it because it's just a reminder that, you know. You're actually growing like a human. Yeah, not supposed to be that. It's supposed to always be his little girl. Yeah. So, do y'all have any songs to make you think of dads? Y'all need to tweet us because I'm actually interested. Yeah, yeah. What's 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 y'all's song for your dad? Do you hear the song and it's? I'm thinking about pops or a father figure. Yeah, well, you know, whatever fits the description. <laughs> Graduation season is upon us. Well, it's coming to a close. Well, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's coming to a close. It's still a few sprinkled off in there. Right, right, right. High school. I think most most colleges. No, are colleges done. are done, yeah, but high school. High school. There's still a few. It's still a few here and there. Sprinkling there, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so congratulations to everybody. Yeah, um, special for- shout out to my nephew. John John. Hey, shout out, you John know what John. I'm saying? I got it. He just graduated from the illustrious Jones High School. Got a scholarship, about to play football at Fort College. Valley. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yes, yes. To Fort Valley State, so I'm about to be rocking some Blue new college colors. Yeah, so. Blue and gold. We live out there, man. Congrats. Shout nephew. out to you, John John. Yeah, so. Uh, Graduation has changed, I feel like, from when we were there. Maybe so, just because the so. kind of school that I went to, though, right? Because, you know, now because of the TikTok era and Facebook and all those things. Because I feel like I used to see, you know, I've always seen like graduations from college, like, you know, frats, like people stroll across the stage or whatever the case may be. But I never really saw that too much from high school. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, from the high schoolers, I've been seeing some of them doing the little TikTok dances and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then uh, there's a kid that threw 5K at his graduation yeah, this year. Yeah, so there, I forgot where it was. I, I should have looked up the exact school. So there was a kid who went across stage, threw $5,000 out to all his um, classmates. classmates, pretty much. And uh, I I think he went to jail that day for it. For some reason, I think, uh, and yeah. it was uh, I think the reason was like inciting a riot or something. But I think he got out like the next day or something. Yeah. But like, still it's like, okay, yeah, he was wild for throwing the money, but like, but at the same on, time, bro, I threw like, money. How is that a? a, like, a, a, a ain't nobody was out there fighting. Like he didn't. Yeah, it's it not like stupid, he got on like, stage said fuck the police and <clears throat> kill them all or something like. Yeah, that's like yeah, bro. Just you know. So, do you think like celebrations like that are too much when you when you're walking across the stage? I mean, 
As long as you ain't hurting Hold up the line. Hurt, yeah, as long as you ain't hurting nobody or like taking extremely long just to get in this. But like you, people who dance or stroll or whatever, they, you take an extra few seconds. That's cool. Like, whatever. I feel yeah, like throwing a like, 5K would have been more effective if he would have did it from his seat. Like, imagine just seeing uh-huh. a whole graduating class and then money just going. Boom. He should have had one of them, like, money guns if he was going to do that. Yeah. Just, <laughs> All right. But they're going to see you walking up there with this money gun. Like, yeah. there's nowhere to I mean, hide he could just. Now, what he, he should have did was after the fact, like, after he go down and they about to announce Move your tassel to the side. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That would have been fine to right see there. caps Boom. or whatever and yeah. money everywhere. That would have been fine. Right. He should have did that. I've never understood people getting mad about... Because even <clears throat> I had seen like this one where a teacher <clears throat> said that like there was a kid that they weren't about to let graduate because he had on the wrong shoes or some shit. Oh, and so yeah, he yeah, like yeah. had to give the kid his shoes so the little yeah, boy could be able to walk. Some people be like, yes. these administrators be on shit. Like, yeah, like y'all, y'all be worried about the else, wrong thing. Nothing else better to do. Because if I had on, if I decide to walk across the Nike slides, like, how does that affect this graduation at all? Yeah, it don't. It don't. It doesn't. It's not like I'm walking around barefoot. Yeah, or, like, or the bonnet on. <sighs> <laughs> Um, I'm a segue. Um, the big rave the last what a couple of weeks or so. Oh God! Monique had a message, and I'm for the sweet babies out there. Right, I'm gonna play part of it right now. And the question that I'm having to you, my sweet babies, when did we lose pride in representing ourselves? When did we step away? Of let me make sure I'm presentable when I leave my home. Let me make sure I'm representing the family I created so that if I'm out in the street, I look like I have pride in myself. And I'm not saying no full face of makeup. I'm not saying no full front lace frontal. I'm not saying none of that. All I'm saying is, could you please comb your hair? And if you don't want to comb your hair, they got enough shit out here now, baby, where you can style yourself up and look like you have pride. I'm not saying you don't have pride, but the representation that you're showing, someone would have to ask you to know that you had it. So what you think? <sighs> I'm going to let you go first. <clears throat> I, <laughs> so I have, I just don't. Say how you feel. She is, uh, she's not necessarily wrong. Not necessarily right. No, because it's, it's she's talking about the perception of what you're what you're portraying. Well, here's the thing: don't say it about her. Do you agree? Yes or no? Well, I mean that's that's what I'm, that's okay. what I'm saying though. You said necessarily. Okay, keep going. Right. Well, I mean that's my opinion on what she's saying. Okay, got gotcha. you. Um, she's she's not necessarily wrong about how yeah we we present yourself that way. You you come out looking any type of way, people won't take you as serious. Um. And, you know, you should represent, you're better than what you're portraying yourself to be. I agree with that part, too. Um, but I think, I think people in general, I ain't going to say, let me, let me find, I'm finding the words, I'm finding the words. Me, personally, I don't judge a person just because they got on the bonnet. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, because I know, I know for a fact that I've seen, like, some bummy people and i know and i you know find out their job title i know their job title and <sighs> what they do and what they done for even communities or themselves money-wise or whatever it could be great like i know that myself because mm-hmm. i'm smart enough to like know that just because they're wearing this shit in the airport doesn't mean that they not about shit that's <laughs> That, that that's kind of how that's kind of how I feel in general. Like, yes, I know people perceive you one way when you dress a certain way, but I also know that just because you're dressing this way doesn't mean that you are that way. Um, me personally, because I feel like with black people, it's always way more criticism, way more attacking black people when we do something. 
the same way white people do the same way white people do it. And, you know, people are like, yes, yeah, let's stop comparing to white people. I mean, but it is white people because, I mean, you can, you can, you can talk about, um, I, I give an off example, Cam Newton and Tom Brady. It was a few years ago or something like this. <clears throat> Cam Newton wore a hoodie to, in one of his interviews. After the game, after game, post game interview or whatever, la la la. They was trying to call him thug. Uh, he don't care about himself, all that stuff. Tom Brady did the same thing, wore a hoodie and all that stuff, and he just you know comfortable or whatever. He you know it was post games, whatever, right? So it's 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 almost like you can't win for it's like it's like it's like, it almost feels like a lose lose. Like if I dress nice, oh you doing too much? Why why you in the airport or whatever? If you don't dress good enough or why you not representing yourself this way? Like, <clears throat> like it's it's like, like like I I understand why people just don't why black people in in general just don't care about what other people do when they know that they're doing good. Like I don't dress the best when I'm going through the airport. Um, I wear sweats, <laughs> slides, and you know probably a hoodie because it's cold. Like. And I don't feel like I'm not representing myself the best because I can I can speak, you know, you can't form a full opinion about somebody unless you, you know, actually talk to them or know what they're about. You can form a first impression, first impression, appearance, first appearance impression. You know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. She so all in all, she's not really wrong about what she's saying, but like I think people should just like mind their business. <laughs> like you're not helping the situation. Like, anyways, go ahead. Uh, you're 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 dying to talk shit. So go ahead. I'm not here to talk shit. Yes, okay? you are. I am not. Absolutely, you are. I'm not. So I agree with Monique. Um. <laughs> so. Where do I want to begin with this? So let's let's rewind a little bit. Anyone who has known me for any length of time, even on this podcast, season one, we discussed this at some point. Because I think literally the episode is called No Bonnets Allowed, if I'm not mistaken. I have never, ever, ever, ever under any circumstance been an advocate of bonnets in public. Okay? Um, Why? Why? Yeah. Let's all right, guys. Let's, so let's, let's, let's start there. Let's talk about clothing. All right. <clears throat> let's, okay. Actually, uh-huh. no. Let me pinpoint that real quick. If you listen to Monique's whole thing, she specified pajamas and bonnets in the airport. She uh-huh. didn't say nothing about sweats. She didn't say something about them, uh, about leggings or jogging suits. She didn't say anything about none of that. Right. She specified pajamas and bonnets. Okay. So let's go back to the question you just asked. Why do I hate bonnets in public? Because it is for your home. All right. Like, let's think of this from like multiple different perspectives. Clothing is made for different functions. Okay. Like you're not going to go play in the park in your prom dress. Why? Because the prom dress isn't necessarily made for you to be climbing and sliding through the freaking mud. Like, somebody could choose to do that, but that is not necessarily the primary purpose. You're not going to play, I don't know, in 200-degree weather in a sweatsuit because that's not what it's made for. You're not going to go to a business interview at a Fortune 500 company in what you wash your car with on Saturday mornings. And your pajamas and your house clothes are supposed to be for your house. And that includes them fuzzy-ass slippers that y'all be trying to wear in public like real fucking shoes. Hate it. That is why I'm not a fan of bonnets in public. Because it is a part of pajama wear, okay? Mm -hmm. That is why. And pajamas are not made in public. And it's been very interesting. I'm finna run through all the shit that y'all been talking. So the first thing people were trying to say is... I don't like my hair touching the seat. It's a germ thing. It's a germ thing. That's how they sound? Yes, because you sound stupid. That's dumb because it's a germ thing, but then you're going to take the same clothes that you're going to get in your bed with. 
wear them out, wear your house shoes outside of the house. This bonnet is now outside the house and then you're going to get in the bed with those same clothes. Make it make sense. Like, you're not even supposed to sit on your bed in your outside clothes and now you're washing or wearing. Because even if you wash the clothes, like, there's still just certain things. Me personally, there's certain germs still in my head. Like, when I wash it, it's still there. So my pajamas just don't belong outside under any circumstance at all and if you really are just a germaphobe you could just as easily put the bonnet back on when you get on the plane because i do understand that the plane ride could be you know especially if you're traveling internationally you could be on a plane for 14 something hours so on the plane with your hair wrapped up because you're sleeping or whatever the case may be i don't care about that but just lounging walking through the airport to walmart to the mall to the grocery store, to pick your kids up for school. Woo! Gets on my everlasting nerves. But, how do I put this? I don't know if it's necessary. The pride in yourself thing, it's, it's not necessarily, I don't think it's that you don't have pride in yourself. I just think that there are certain things that are culture has made okay and it just really shouldn't be and that's just that on that because i even feel the same way about some of y'all's choices like i hate when i go to weddings that we tell y'all that's formal and you walk in in club dresses it's not fucking formal formal means your dress is supposed to be to the ground formal means as a man you're supposed to have on a freaking coat suit not shorts not just a button down not just a tie you're supposed to have on really supposed to have on a tuxedo as a woman you're supposed to you know business attire means closed toe shoes like there's simple things that i feel like people don't do anymore and y'all try to put it in the name of you don't tell me what to do instead of just admitting that you just don't know and i think that we try to put up this front of I'm free. I do what I want to do instead of just admitting sometimes I didn't know that and fixing it. Now, where I draw the line with all of this is the thing that I do not like while I, you know, while I see y'all in public with your house shoes on and I take a picture of it and send it to my mama and laugh about it. I do all of these things, but Where I draw the line is I do not like when I see that people are treated differently because of that. And that is what I do not disagree with. While I hate it, as a person who's in the... huh, You do disagree with it. Yeah, I disagree. That they should. You said I do not. Oh, my bad. Because I hate when, you know, clearly we're at a store, like we're at the mall. Especially like Green Hills back home, for example. Green Hills, you in the Louis store... And a girl walks in with a bonnet, you can tell that, or not even with a bonnet, the way the Louis store, if you walk in there, you just don't look like you ain't got no money to them. Mm -hmm. They're not going to serve you. They're not going to help you. They're going to follow you around because they think that you finna steal shit. And I don't agree with any of that because I don't think that the bonnet and pajamas in public define your character. Right. And that to me is where I'm like, you know... While I'm going to look at you and I don't like your your choice of clothing, I don't think that it means that you should be treated differently. However, I also do agree that, but I also feel like if you know that you don't necessarily want to be treated that way, you could just as easily take the damn bonnet off. I mean, yes, but that's, that's, I think. Plus, here's another thing. I think that's the problem though. Hold on. I didn't cut you off. I let you finish. Let me finish. All right. Plus, the other thing with the bonnet is y'all can't even put it on for T. Like, you have to take it off to go through TSA anyway. So mm-hmm. you can easily just keep it off until you get on the plane. Like, I don't know. It's, I, I think that there are certain times that people do things specifically for people to say something to them about it. Like, I'm going to do this shit and I dare y'all to say something about Not it. Not all the time. Dude. I didn't say all. I said some of y'all. Some of y'all. Some. Not all. That's why you say some, because that means part of the whole. I'm, <laughs> so, I mean, but everything you're saying is more so like function or like what what you're supposed, like how, how the stuff is supposed to be worn or where it's supposed to be worn. Not from like a, 
you trash because you wore this out here. Or, she didn't say it was trash. No, I, I'm just saying that's those are the type of comments you're getting. Like, no, no, no. But we're talking so, about uh, specifically what Monique said. <clears throat> and right. I think that that's what the but, issue is, that people are taking Monique's message but, and trying to tie in all that extra shit because that's not what the hell Monique said. Right. The the pride statement I think is a is a strong one that she said that I disagree with that. Uh, That's a generational thing though. Yeah, I mean yes, yes, absolutely. So I still don't I still don't think uh, she's wrong because I I do think that different clothes make you feel a different way. It is true as a person who has been at a job and had to wear business attire every day, and that same job started allowing us to wear jeans every day. Mm hmm. And I was a supervisor at the time. Like, I could say productivity was different. The type of work people did was different. The way people carried themselves, the comfort that you get of people. The whole thing is like different clothes do make you feel this different way. And that's why the word pride comes into it. Because when you're in your pajamas, you are more laxed. I you mean, are more chill, not chill per se, but you. But at airport, you act like though, the way you acted at your house. At the the air- airport is public. I mean, yes, but you might as well be is, no. You, but the airport is somewhere you're going just to travel somewhere, so you're gonna be comfortable. Now the pajamas maybe that should maybe that shouldn't be out the house. I agree with that, but like I'm not about to like completely judge them just because. But she didn't say judge. She just said have pride in yourself. She didn't I mean, even but that's, say. I mean, she 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 did preface it by saying she's not trying to judgment, but it's still a little bit of judgment within that. Statement. It's not judging. She didn't say, <clears throat> I think you're trash because you do this. She yeah, said, but she but she thinks there's no that you're not showing any pride about yourself, right? When you're doing it, there's still a slight judgment there. There is, <laughs> like, you we can't like just overlook that. I know what she means, and she's coming from a good place. I I agree with her sentiments to a certain extent but like i think it's 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 how you say it too because well in this case it's not necessarily how you say it it's just that she said it because i think that people are mad because people don't people don't like to hear that what they do is wrong there was nothing wrong with what monique said or her delivery of it because i have heard the same conversation delivered in a trash ass way yeah. But the way that she did it, it was her like, like she said, she was coming to you kind of like an auntie in a respectful way. Cause there's other aunties that'll just be like, y'all are, y'all are trash and you know better than to walk out the house like that. Right. And that ain't what she did. And Monique has the ability to do that because we've heard her do that yeah, yeah, yeah. in other aspects. And that's not what she did this time. Like it was just more kind of like one of those things of, you know, I want to see us looking better. I want to see us do better. Yeah. And I hate that y'all have turned this too into a, you know, well, white people do. No, because if all of us made fun of white people too for coming to school in their pajamas, them cookie monster ass pants and them plaid pants that they used to come in every day with, with the Birkenstocks and the hoodies, we trashed them for it. We just trashed Derek Jackson's, whatever she is, his wife, I guess, and her helmet of salvation two months ago mm-hmm. but now all of a sudden everybody gonna wear their bonnets out in public and dare to say something but y'all told her who was in whatever state of mind that she was that she couldn't at least take her and they was in the house and y'all was on her about recording something in a bonnet but now it's okay for you to wear your bonnet in public pick a side here's my thing all i'm saying is i am on the side i am the same regardless of the situation mm-hmm. And I think, and I think too, it might come from one. I was raised that way, but even like as far as cheering, like my coach, you know, that's how he used to do us. When you walk to the bus, take them rollers out your head, and we we could be leaving at three a.m. Coming to the bus, no rollers, no bonnets, no scarves, none of that. Soon as you sit on the bus, roll I mean, your we, hair we, up. We did the same. Thing do the whole the whatever. We you can strip the... down naked. It didn't matter. But when you come out, you're representing something. And when you're just out on your own, you're representing yourself. And so it's just kind of like you want to be the best version of yourself in that setting. And you and your clothes that you sleep in your house with outside, that's not necessarily the best representation of you. And I'm going to just leave it there. I don't see nothing wrong with Monique. And y'all can feel how you feel about it. And I feel the way I feel about it. And we're just going to leave it there. Q.
kill the bonnets, kill them squirrel ass shoes that y'all been wearing, kill the Ugg slippers in public, keep it at home. It's better for your health too. And that's how Mary had What's your move? Tell me how you really feel. You mad, bro? Uh, you must be mad. Ain't nobody got time for that. How you feeling? Feeling great, feeling good. How are you? We lit! Can I be real with you? 11 11 smooth. 5, 4, 3, 2. Alright, Ryan. So, what do you feel like is the best quality of your dad? Mm, money management. <laughs> money management. Uh, Organization. Organizational skills, uh, documentation. <laughs> He's very organized, um, military type man. Keeps things in order, you know, make sure your responsibilities are taken care of. It's funny, man. I be at work sometimes and I be doing some things, um, like, um, Anything inventory or, or creating documents or whatever, and I, I find myself like doing things like, or I'll be, I'll be, I have to portray the message to my other teammates, mm -hmm. and they'll be doing something, and I was like, why would you do it like that? Or like, we gotta organize it. We need everything. We need, we need all these serial numbers. We need all these model numbers. All you got is just a name right here, but we need, <laughs> we need more than all of that. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> so like, I don't know. That, that that's kind of. It, it, and it's definitely one of those things you are annoyed with growing up, but then you appreciate it later. Um, so I, I would definitely say that's that's probably one of his best qualities. Um, making sure his family is taken care of, taken care of, right? Taken care of. of. Yeah. Taken isn't a word. No. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Money management, organization, responsibilities. Just, you know, showing you how to be be a, a provider. Uh, be, showing you how to take care of yourself first so you can be able to provide. Yeah. Gotcha. Yours. My daddy, I feel like his best skill is... Um, his best skill as a person I think is a uh, is like learning how to kind of meet people where they're at sometimes um because with him being a pastor like he has to deal with a lot of different personalities mm -hmm. I can see that and he knows how to like okay this is gonna sound real trash but he he knows how to make you feel like he cares <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because you got, I mean, because you got to think about it. There, there are gonna, there are some days where you can clearly tell like he has no interest in anything. Like you know, he's human. Like right, right. And my daddy likes to. My daddy is a homebody. You know, he would prefer to sit home and watch comic book movies all day. Like that sounds like a great day to him. But mm -hmm. um, when people need him, he does have the ability to at least like give you that feeling that he cares mm -hmm. and sometimes that's what people need like sometimes people just need that needing to know you care type right. thing right and so you'll never really be able to tell the difference unless he just just really this doesn't care yeah. yeah like but he but he has the ability to turn that on and i think that that's been cool to watch because you know there's been times where like you know i was in a car and i knew that he might have had like a, a tough time or a bad day or something at work mm -hmm. and then he just would get to church and just be on um i think that's great yeah and i and, and i can tell like i kind of have that too i was able to mimic that from him and add it to my personality i call it my stage presence mm -hmm. even though you know no beyonce but i got my sasha fierce on uh -huh. mm. well that's uh yeah, that's that's um his best skill, huh? <laughs> no, I mean, because he has some other good skills. It's just, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out, like, how to how to put what's best, per se. Uh, 
When it that, comes to you, I mean, no, my daddy's or, a hard worker, though. I will uh-huh. say that, like, he is a person that, like, he, uh, when he puts his mind to something, he gets it done by any means necessary. He doesn't let anything stop him. I think that that's probably his best quality because, um, so my daddy didn't finish school, like, undergrad in the regular time that most people did. He went back to undergrad. He had went back to undergrad when I was younger. But, you know, life, you got a family, mm-hmm. whatever. And so he stopped. And so he finally got in his head, like, I'm going to get this done. So while I was in high school, he was finishing undergrad. Mm-hmm. And so while working full time, being a pastor, being a dad, being a husband, he also finished undergrad. He pledged Sigma and also was the mm-hmm. SGA president his senior year, like, while he was there. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, that's what the hell he wanted to do. And so he figured out a way to get that shit done and so i've seen it time and time again and since then he's finished his master's and he's working on his doctorate now and he's 60 well he'll be 60 at the end of this year and so you know it was it was a task that he wanted to get done and you know a lot of people feel like you run out of time because of your age or whatever and he didn't let that stop him it's still something that he wanted to get done Uh so he fucking did it (laughs) Or he's doing it. He's in the process of doing it. But he's over halfway done with his doctorate now. So, you know. Doctor. Reverend Dr. Ron. He gonna let you know it too. Yeah. He told he told Amari to call him Dr. Poppy. Let no, you're not a doctor yet, champ. <laughs> you know, technically, he actually has an honorary doctorate. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, with those, he, he could throw doctor in there. It, it's a thing. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> don't be trying, my daddy. I'm done. We don't, I'm we don't done. play about uh, Ronnie Parham over here. But yeah, look, shout shout out to Rufus and Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, yeah. our daddy's names both start with ours too. I don't think I've I've ever thought about that. And our names start with ours. It's just ours and ours. And then ours. we stopped that with the kids. <laughs> we definitely did. And Mar got an R in her name. Well, both of them got an both R, R in there. Yeah. It's R in there somewhere. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, we have a little fun with this topic. <laughs> um, so, we're going to talk about um, TV fathers. The good, the bad, the ugly. The funny. The funny. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, what you want to start with? Bad or the good? I say we start with the bad. And go Let's with start the with good. the bad and then go to the good. All right. So... We're going to start with, uh, we only got two on this list. Yeah, we wanted to try to keep it as positive as possible. So we got two two bad ones. Yeah, so uh, number two is is Frank Mitchell from from Moesha. Now, I didn't watch this as much. Listen. I just just heard everybody. Frank was just like, think about the bad Mm. things that a daddy can do outside of like sexual things. Like. A, right, right, a right. regular black dad, the the bad things he could do, like he would, I, like a Moesha could be just like, Moesha was, was a difficult child, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know, Frank just had a way of making the shit worse. What do you have on? Oh no, you have on something that's above your knee? Get upstairs, you're grounded for six months. <laughs> But then you also don't realize that your whole other child is missing and not at home. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, and he had a son that he made believe was his nephew the whole time when it was actually his son. Like, wow. Yeah. Frank was trash. I, yeah, I've seen whole threads on, on, on Frank. <laughs> like I said, Moesha was not an easy child because there were definitely yeah, Mo- a yeah, lot Moesha of times some, Moesha needed her butt Some moments. Like- yeah. But I also think Frank as a dad, like even even with him like dating D and moving her in the house, mm-hmm. like I feel like he didn't do what he was supposed to do as a parent to make sure that transition was very yeah as smooth as it could. So then he would there. try to make up for it with like buying her a new car or something. Yeah, and it's like he was a car salesman, right? Yeah, yeah. And so it's just kind of like I don't know. It, it seemed like in in a lot of aspects he put his own pride and self before anything else yeah and That's i'm not trash. a fan of that yeah. yeah speaking of pride before anything else I, I knew you was gonna do number that. one andre johnson andre johnson from, from blackish. blackish 
Man, y'all, listen, ask Ryan. Every time we watch Blackish, like, I literally say, he's trash. <laughs> like, every episode, I'm like, yo. And I told him that. I said, one day we have to do an episode about how trash Andre Johnson is yeah. as a daddy. Yeah, he's, he's pretty bad. I mean, he has his, uh, he has his uh, moments of, like, he could be great. <laughs> yeah, only at the end after somebody had to kick him in the butt to make him be a a good person. Yeah, because he he's very uh selfish. Uh, and of course, yes, it's a sitcom, so you got the comedy there. But it's like every episode. Yeah, it's like you, every time. Yeah, you shitting on your your son. First of um, all, you have six kids. Okay, you've yeah. had six chances to get this right. They're six because Devontae. Two, four. Oh, that's five. That's five. Because yeah. two, the two, the twins, and Devontae. That's yeah. five. Okay, I was about to say, yeah. All who right. was, who was, whatever. So, five kids. Point is, right. you had five chances to get, well, four chances because the twins kind of yeah. came at the same time. Because right. it's like, Zoe, okay, how do I put this? As parents, we know parents tend to have a favorite child sometimes. But you don't ever let the children know that you have a favorite child. But he'll like flat out say it. Like Zoe could literally do absolutely nothing. She could just sit there. And Zoe mm-hmm. is his favorite just because she's cool. Right. Even though he cut her off. But, you yeah. know, Zoe's just his favorite just because she's cool. And then Junior came along and Junior was just different than yeah. Dre was. Right. And so it's kind of like, oh, you're different. I just don't fuck with you. It's not like he ever tried to see, oh, you're different. Let me be a better dad and spend more time with you. He just rolled him off and let him be Bo's son. And then made fun of him because he's so close to Bo. Like, mm-hmm. you literally and live in the house with this he's guy. Not, not black enough or whatever. Yeah. And I think that, um, yeah, him him, him, and uh, Junior's relationship was the first thing. And then with the twins... I mean, that's the biggest thing, I feel like, in, in this case. Because that's, that's his first son. But then even and with then, the twins, I remember, what was it? It was like a camping trip. Like, some camping trip that they're supposed to do. Uh-huh. And he was like, I don't want to go. Like, anything that has to come up at the school, he complains about having to be there. Uh-huh. Anytime he has to, you know, be a parent and be at a parent-teacher conference, he hates it. Right. Bo was trying to like get the kids into like the the basically like Jack and Jill. What's called Jack and Jill. I forgot what they called it yeah. in the show or whatever. And he was just against it because he felt like they weren't black enough. Yeah. Not to see that it could advance your children. Yeah. Like he it, fights he fights against everything is the point. For no reason. Right. Just because it's different from what he did. But he tries to, you know, he's done all these things to make money, supposedly. So his family could be in a better position. Mm-hmm. But to me, it just seems like he's done it so he can buy himself nice things and flex about it. Right. Or he wants he wants to be able to say that his family has all these nice things. Right. It's not for it's their just, benefit. It's, it's, a show. it's for his benefit. Yeah. And, yeah. And the actual guy that plays Andre Johnson is low-key trash in real life, too. So. I don't know about him in real life, so. He's a woman abuser. Is he? Yeah, I've he had sexual he had sexual assault allegations. Like recently? Or yes, like, like within the last couple of years. Right around that time that Bo started uh, directing some of the episodes. Because you know that whole uh, thing when they on the show were like going through it, whether or not they were going to stay together, divorced yeah, yeah. and all that. It was like right before that. Uh, it was like right around the whole Me Too thing. His, his name, Anthony Anderson, came up with some stuff too. Uh, <sighs> all right, so enough negative. Now for the positive. <laughs> All right. Um, what we got? Folk, we got folk for the best TV dads that we were thinking about like today, cause you know, that's what we did. Anyways, number four, Floyd Henderson from Smart Guy. He was a good dad. He was a good dad. He did pretty good. Um, teaching lessons. Um. Um, I feel like he did like I liked how he cause you know I feel like especially back then or on TV in general you see these dads that be like extra hard on their sons mm-hmm. but like really nice to their daughters right. I felt like he was pretty even keel across the board yeah. like he treated them all equally he, he was a single father he right? was cause their mom had died yeah, right 
that, but that, that adds a whole another element to it. It does. Like, he's a single father, and mm. then you have this genius child right. while you're dealing with two teenagers, and you're also dealing with this, like, nine-year-old who has to deal with high, high school, school problems. issues, yeah, which is, yeah, that's crazy. All while being a single dad. Like, he did a, he did a, a good job. I appreciate it. Hello, Milford. Miles. That's our dog. Um, he he agrees that Floyd is a great daddy. Yes. Um, next, Ray Campbell, sister, sister. Listen, Ray Campbell, I think, is not appreciated as much. He as belongs he in the to. Daddy Hall of Fame because there's not too many men who would take in his daughter's lost twin sister and her mom and her mom like after his own wife died. Right, they're like, come on now, that's not, and they they moved in pretty quick too. Yeah, like, like it was almost like, hey, look, and and it's like we meet randomly in a mall. I see I have a sister, and now here we are living like, it, it one big happy he, family. He, 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 it wasn't like, yeah, we'll get a contest so we can spend some time. Together. It was, you know, move in. Yeah, so the girls can grow I up can take as sisters. Care of y'all. And he I worked enough so uh, Lisa, Lisa Landry yeah. <laughs> could do her fashion design stuff. And, right. like, you know, the girls were comfortable. And their annoying neighbor, Roger. Yeah. And all their friends. Like, you know, because now you have a whole different set of people. Because then, you know, Lisa's friends will come. Or, like, how Lisa would do fashion design for people. So mm-hmm. now you just got strangers in and out of your house. And he ain't never he, really complained he, about it. He had a lot of trust too, cause um, you no, yeah no like, no. My adopted kid has a sibling. Then like, okay, we can do some. We can yeah. go out to dinner. Right. We're going to the park. Maybe she can come spend the night. Mm-hmm. But oh, y'all yeah, ain't coming. Doing, yeah, but you you staying with me right now? You like, living? You're, you're messing. You messing up. What, what if I wanted to bring somebody home? My child pretty much grown. I can I can leave her. <laughs> Well, no, they were like they were like fourteen when they. No, they, they was high school. Well, fourteen, yeah, is high fourteen school. high school. Uh, I mean, she was old enough to be. By uh, herself. Well, no, because but you got to think about it. He was still dating people. Like they they yeah, were going on dates yeah. and stuff while right, they still, lived together. Still different before him and Lisa hooked up. Yeah, it's still different. Like having somebody in the house if you're trying to date somebody. Nah, you do what you can do. Oh. <laughs> Okay. I mean, yeah. I'm I, guess speak, I mean, could. I'm speaking from experience. Oh, yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> Story for another day. Uh, have we talked about that? I don't think we talked about that. I don't think that. we did. We haven't. Well, that, that should be, yeah. That's another one. Randall Pearson for This Is Us. Oh my gosh, y'all. I love Randall. <clears throat> I uh, only catch this show every once in a while when I see you watching it. So. All right. So I'm going to explain why Randall is the greatest, right? Okay. So for those of y'all who don't watch This Is Us, I'm going to give you a quick rundown of it. So Randall Pearson, if you've ever seen like the preview for This Is Us or whatever, Randall Pearson is the black brother. So pretty much what ended up happening, the main characters in the show, the Pearsons, had a set of triplets. One of the triplets died um, at birth. But... On the exact same day, Randall was born and he was left at a fire station, supposedly. So he was at the hospital, too, because he was a new newborn yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. And so and nobody had him. So the Pearsons end up seeing him and they felt like we lost our baby. This baby doesn't have a home. Let's take him with us. So he was adopted and he was raised in this white suburban family. Um, You know, whatever. So Randall grows up or the Pearsons grow up. Right. He gets married to an amazing woman named Beth, and they have two kids, Tess and Annie. Um, because Randall had been adopted, he decided that he wanted to adopt as well. So they started fostering. This little girl named Deja ends up coming into their house, and Deja was already like a teenager, which I feel like is hard enough because mm-hmm. she was taken from her mom. Like she lived with her mom and was taken from her mom. And so Randall even understood like her want to be around her mom. So he was open to like her letting her on. see her mom or letting the mom come over so she could be around her. You know, the whole shebang. They end up adopting her. Their oldest daughter, Tess, ends up coming out as gay as by. No, she's a lesbian. 
she was a lesbian because she I'm Tess Pearson and I'm gay. Yes, she's a lesbian. Problem. And he and he was hella supportive of that. Beth, his wife, wanted to quit her corporate job and open a freaking uh ballet studio. He was there for it. Like Randall finds a way to be in these girls' lives and the best emotional, physical, mental way that he can. All while still fighting, because in the show, he ends up finding his birth parents and, mm-hmm. you know, his own drama of being mm-hmm. the only black kid raised in this white world. Like, he's fighting his own drama, but he still finds a way through it to show up for his family as well. Because, you know, some people get consumed in their own, what they didn't have, that they can't show up for other people. Mm-hmm. And Randall always finds a way. And even in the show, it even shows him, like... As a man, he breaks down sometimes and he's open about his feelings and he's, you know, open about getting help because he ends up going to therapy and he's even open about that. So it's Randall. Randall is a freaking goat. I love I love Randall Pearson. I love seeing his relationship. I love the conversations that he has. Like Mm -hmm. he's if I had to be friends with like a TV family, I would love to be friends with just those because his brother Kevin gets on my damn nerves and Kate cries too much. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. All right. On to the goat. I feel like everybody knows who the goat is. Like TV dad. First, his first recipes, Uncle Phil. For real. <laughs> you the only father that I ever knew. All right, um, Uncle Phil, man, Fresh Prince. Um, yeah, I mean, like he's Uncle Phil. What you mean, like he? He is done. I can say that he's one of the greatest TV dads, like period, <clears throat> like black or white. Yeah, I mean he um he, he was a little rough the first few episodes, like first season, first episode, because he he had that prestigious thing and he had to get used to Will and all that. But I feel like the over the time the development of his fathering to them. Was 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 pretty great, but I think that's uh, what makes him such a great dad. Yeah, that's what I say. He because he 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 recognizes. Uh, he recognized. Um, I guess his his his, his teachings. Yeah, right, and all of that. So, um, even as the show went on, you know the lessons he's taught. Um, the way he helped. <clears throat> the way he helped Will. Carlton Ashley and all of them. I mean, of course, he did some typical dad stuff. Like when Hillary wanted to post for the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't going for um, it. I mean, yeah. And, uh, Adult or not. Right. Adult or mine gonna be out here. Right. So, I mean, but, nah, man, Uncle Phil, man, like, like, he, he was, Of course, uh, he has the most gut-wrenching, uh, dad TV moment of history. Right, right. Um, yeah, the whole why he don't want me, man, scene with Will. Um Yeah, man, I th- Uncle Phil is uh Yeah, he's number one. <laughs> so who do you think was the funniest T V dad? The funniest T V dad? Jeffrey from Fresh Prince. <laughs> he's not a dad. He is technically, but that's a different uh He's a goddad, and he actually had a son in one of them episodes. Yeah, but that's but that's he, but I know that wasn't he's not his TV dad. I, I, I know, I know, I know. Funniest TV dad. Um, what's uh, Kenan Wayne's pops? No, Kenan Wayne's. Oh, oh, uh, uh. From my wife. And yeah, kids. from my wife and what's kids. His, I can't remember name? what his character's name. Yeah, I can't. Uh, he, he, no. Yeah, he's he's funny. Um. He's a funny TV dad. Uh, Uncle, Phil, Uncle Phil was funny from time to time, but like him being funny wasn't like his main thing. He was just part of the the comedy of the show, not necessarily just him being funny. Julius from uh, Everybody Hates Chris was funny to me. Ju- yes, he was. He was hilarious. He just was. just the way that man could calculate in his head. That was 36 cents worth of water that you just wasted. Make sure that right. you like how did you how did you come up with that? Uh, My man got two jobs. Yeah. Peter Griffin. <laughs> He's TV the nah, 
If we go into cartoons, though. He, he, he was a terrible dad. He's a trash dad. Homer, Simpson, trash. trash. Um, Randy from South Park, trash. He's hilarious, though. I was gonna say um, I, I never watched that one, so I can't. Uh, you you missing out on South Park? Uh, uh, Oscar Proud. Oscar Proud was he was good, right? He was. Yeah, he I, was I will put him. He he's on. He he teeters that line. Yeah, he's in the middle. He's he's. You know something? If I had to rate dads from like Uncle Phil to Andre Johnson. He's closer to the, he cuz he has Andre Johnson tendencies sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is, I guess. What funniest TV dads? What else? Uh Who else was funny? Right. Not necessarily good or bad, but funny. George Jefferson. Oh, yeah. Uh Sanford the Son. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go back then. Uh, you know who's a TV dad that's overrated that we didn't talk about? Is that overrated? Yes, yes. overrated. Um, good times. Uh, why well, can't they get his name right now? Um, Dang. And we just looked at his we name just like 12 names. Good times. times, father. Y'all know who he is. Um, yeah, he's, he's a little overrated. Because I, I feel like when you think of the show, I don't really think of him. Like, I mean, I, I do. But, I mean, because you think of JJ and all that. But, like, you think of him... Whooping his kids, yeah. <laughs> That's like I, I don't I don't really remember like real lessons being taught outside of do this or you get a whoop or yeah. you get you know you do it because I say so. This my house. Do as I say. You know a good daddy, Flex Washington. Ah, Flex Flex from one on one. Flex was good. Yeah, because he was good. Cause, I, cause, okay. So what I would define as a good daddy on some of these shows, because like Flex was a dad also that I feel like was willing to learn. Mm-hmm. Cause he was put into, you know, he was good with Brianna when he had her, but when she finally started living with him, mm-hmm. he had to. He saw quick that he had to kind of like change and do certain things he wasn't used to, and that's what I feel like parenting is in general, like having the adaptability to change with the situation. Because I think, you know, I'm not a dad. You could correct me if I'm wrong. But I think that, like, Mm -hmm. having a dad that is willing to... Because, you know, you have all these preconceived notions of what you think parenting is in your head. And how you think it's going to go. And how you're going to handle these situations. Mm -hmm. But, like, learning your kid, how your kid functions, and what's the best way to teach them this particular lesson. And being able to adapt to that. To do the best version for your kid, not just necessarily what you want it to do. Even if that means changing the way that you look at a situation, like... I mean, yeah, I, and I... Yeah, I, I believe that in, in general anyway, like... You can't raise every child the same way. Like, once they start developing their own personalities, you gotta look at how... Start. I can already tell yeah, I mean, what, Mario different, like... Yeah, 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 so like, but... It's, I think a lot of people go wrong with that. Like you can, it's. I mean, it's literally every family, like every all these people who grew up in the same household. How, you know, four or five kids, all of them are pretty much different. You know, they they go. They of course you got home to come back to. They gonna have their shared yeah. moments, similarities, or whatever. They, but usually, like, core values <clears throat> are similar, but the way that you handle it. It's there different, is. like yeah, and what you want to do in life is different, and how you, like you know, y'all y'all gonna have a, I mean, me and my siblings have different points of views, but we can come together, like yeah. So it's it's, you know, you got you got to know, like I always say, you got to know who you're dealing with. That's including your kids, like yeah. just just because you raising them, don't means you know them exactly because. You don't know what's going on in their head when they start developing their own logic and their Plus, own process. Plus, they have the ability to change. And how they <laughs> handle this situation today won't be how they handle the situation tomorrow. Right. And you got to know how to go with it. Yeah. So, with that being said, man, y'all tell us y'all favorite TV dads, worst TV dads. Tweet us at 1111pod. E-L-E-V-E-N-1-1. P-O-D. That's right. And that's um, on Instagram and Twitter. And we are 1111 on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, let so us make sure know. You like, share, and subscribe as well. Right, just share this with 11 people. Share with some daddies. Uh, yeah, share with some fathers. Shout out to the fathers. 
Happy Father's Day again to everybody. Happy Father's Day again to you, Ryan. I appreciate it. That's I hope a, that you um, enjoy it because you're going to get to yeah. clean the house for Father's Day. <laughs> Why do I get to clean the house for Father's Day? Because it's fun. Anyway, uh, what... <laughs> Uh, one, one more thing. Happy Juneteenth as well. We're not going to leave that out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, happy Juneteenth. Uh, we can talk more about that on the next episode. But I wanted to say that before yeah. Juneteenth actually came and gone. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Along with Black Music Month. This is also Black Music Month. Yes. So, you know, shout out to that as well. And with that being said, y'all follow us. This is your man's Ryan. This is Ronnie. And this has been another 11-11 podcast. Happy Father's Day!